This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I'm dropping this podcast early for the New Year's Day card because I need to go out on New Year's Eve with the wife. I'll post all of the official results in the show notes. I have no idea how I did yet, so we'll find out. But yes, it's a tradition for us because many, many years ago, my wife and I went on our first official date on New Year's Eve in downtown Minneapolis. And I'm kind of lucky that they didn't play the college football semifinals on New Year's Eve back then. I probably skipped out on the date to watch football. That would have been a bad idea. But now let's get to the card for Sunday before I get in trouble anyway. Let's lead off in the National Football League. My five picks from the podcast earlier this week for week 17. I'm on the Packers, minus the three against the Vikings. I'm on the Commanders, minus the two against the Browns. I'm on the Patriots, minus the three against the Dolphins. I'm on the Seahawks, plus the one and a half against the Jets. And I'm on the Ravens, minus the two and a half against the Steelers. A little nervous about that last pick because Bill went on the other side. He took the Steelers in that game. And once again, he's had my number in those head-to-head matchups. Next up, we got a college basketball, four games on the card like normal, and I get two revenge angle opportunities today. And we start in the America East. It's a revenge game with UMBC minus the one over Vermont. So last year, these two teams met in the championship game with a trip to the big dance on the line. Vermont won that game 42, or excuse me, 82 to 43 that day. This year, they meet in the conference opener. The Catamounts are six and eight on the season. They've played the 65th best schedule in the country, though. Meanwhile, the Retrievers are 9-5 and five on the year. They've played the 344th ranked schedule in the country. So the metrics give Vermont the slight edge, but this is a revenge tour game. So I'm going to back UMBC at home, minus the one over Vermont. Next up, we go to the Missouri Valley, and it's a revenge game. It's Missouri State plus the two against Drake. So last year, these two teams played a tremendous semifinal game at Arch Madness in St. Louis. Drake pulled off the slight upset, 79-78 in overtime. This year, Drake is the odds-on favorite to win the Valley. The Bulldogs are 11-3. They're 2-1 in the conference, and they handed Mississippi State their first loss in the season. I love this Bulldog team. Missouri State, on the other hand, they're down a little bit. They're 6-7 to start the year, 2-1 in the Valley, and they've played the 79th-ranked schedule in the country, so the numbers might be a little deceiving. Hopefully, a few fans will break away from the NFL to watch this battle in the Valley. I'm taking the home team. Give me the Bears plus the two over Drake. Next up, we go to the Big Ten. It is Michigan in a pick over Maryland. So Michigan was stunned at home earlier this week as a 21.5-point favorite, losing to Central Michigan at the buzzer. The Wolverines shot just 35% in that game, and they were out-rebounded by eight. Disappointing effort to say the least, dropping them to seven and five on the season. The losses are mounting, but the two point loss to Virginia, the four point loss to Kentucky, and the four point loss to North Carolina are the highlight of the resume outside of that win over Pittsburgh. I paid the price for not respecting Maryland early in the season. They crushed St. Louis and Miami on back to back days, plus, they've already knocked off a good Illinois team. The three Terrapin losses have been against ranked. 
Tennessee, UCLA, and a very good Wisconsin team. So not a bad list. Nonetheless, I like Michigan to bounce back at home on Sunday. I like the Wolverines in a pick over the Terrapins. Next up, we stay in the Big Ten. It is Ohio State minus the two and a half at Northwestern. So Northwestern is exceeding expectations early. They're 10 and two overall. They have wins over Michigan State, DePaul, Georgetown, and Liberty. They have a good one-point loss to Auburn on the resume. Their only bad game was a 29-point loss to Pittsburgh. So defense has been the key. Opponents are scoring just 55.7 points per game against them, but they've played a softer schedule, 221st ranked in the country. Ohio State, on the other hand, they're 9-3 and on the season. Their losses have been to San Diego State, Duke, and North Carolina. All really, really good teams. The resume is highlighted with wins over Texas Tech, Cincinnati, and Rutgers. The Buckeyes can score. They're averaging 81.7 points per game against the 136th ranked schedule in the country. So I normally don't like road favorites, especially in conference, but I do like the Buckeyes to end the five-game winning streak for the Wildcats on Sunday. I'm going to back Ohio State, minus the two and a half at Northwestern. Next up, I'm going to get us some housekeeping items at the end of the podcast. Number one, Better Edge, NFL Week 17 Battle Royale update. Right now, it's T. Huzinga, J-R-D-O-W-33, and Benjamin Hardy. They're all off to a strong start. They're all tied for first, up $996.13. They all put the entire bankroll on the Cowboys on Thursday night. Currently, I'm in fifth place. I'm up $497.39. I was a little more conservative, not knowing how that game would go. I put only $500 on the Cowboy Titan under. So that's the standings through Thursday. Good luck to everyone in the contest for Sunday. For those of you that didn't join, you could still get in for $5. Otherwise, we will have another Battle Royale next week. Then, uh, yes, my kids purchased me one of those terrible joke calendars for dads. And I promised to share one or two on the podcast. So here we go. I'm going to give you a terrible joke. I'm terrible at telling jokes. And that's why I guess they make fun of me. So I'm not impressed with the organizers of the New Year's Eve celebration at Times Square. They always seem to drop the ball. Yes, that's your terrible dad joke. Stay tuned for more of that great entertainment later this year. Now, speaking of next year, 2023, we will have some changes on the podcast. Number one on Twitter, thank you for the votes this past year. You were profitable for me. We lost some down the stretch here, gave away some of the profit. But for the year, it made me money. You helped the bankroll, and I'm going to do it again. I'm also going to add three Twitter-only plays each day. I'm going to call them my OPP plays, other people's picks. So I'm going to handicap my stuff for the podcast like normal, provide my picks. But then as the day goes on, I get more research time. I get to get input from some of you. And thank you for sending me your top plays of the day when you do and continue to send them and start to send them if you want. And we're going to see if that extra time and info helps my winning percentage. So we will not only have the Twitter vote in 2023, but I'm going to add those three OPP plays each day. So if you follow me on Twitter, you'll get to see that. I will reference them on the podcast, but you'll need to follow me on Twitter, of course, to know what those plays were. Then from a platform perspective, all bets in 2023 will be on better edge unless they don't offer a market that I need. So everything I reference will be related to better edge. Unit size, we're going to make it social-friendly wagering of $20. So our unit size in 2023 will be a $20 wager for all the tracking here on the podcast. Then from a tracking perspective, I will be referencing the dollar amount and the percent filled on Better Edge each day because that is one of the challenges of social betting. I can have a great angle, a great play. No one may take the other side. 
Now, I would hope with all of you listening, I got to believe at least one of you is playing the other side of every single play I provide. Please just come to Better Edge, take my wager, and let's both save a little money, okay? Please, please do that. And then I have made a no juice, no fee pledge. I have made the pledge to only post traditional wagers at plus 100, so they will be no juice bets if I put a bet out there. Now, when we get to Major League Baseball, that'll have to change with the first five team totals because that needs to be weighted to be fair. But I understand that many on the platform may post something that basically creates a minus 101 to minus 110 juice on the other side to make a little more profit than me. But once again, I'm going to post everything at a plus 100 on Better Edge. That's kind of my pledge. It's a no fees, no no juice, no fee pledge from me in 2023. So now let's recap the card for New Year's Day. In the NFL, I'm on the Packers, minus the three. The Commanders, minus the two. The Patriots, minus the three. The Seahawks, plus the one and a half. The Ravens, minus the two and a half. In college basketball, I'm on UMBC, minus the one. I'm on Missouri State, plus the two over Drake. I'm on Michigan in a pick'em against Maryland. And I'm on the Ohio State, minus the two and a half at Northwestern. I hope everyone had a great New Year's Eve and has a great New Year's Day. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.